The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome back to Google Update Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day covering what you need to know about the latest changes to Google's algorithm. Okay, so joining us for Google Update Week is Jordan Cooney, who is the lead strategist and CEO of Search Metrics Inc. And today we're going to talk about how the latest Google Update impacted voice and mobile search. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Here's the fourth installment of Google Update Week with Jordan Cooney, the CEO of Search Metrics Inc. Jordan, welcome back to Google Update Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben, and uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, we are we are continuing this fun week and diving into these uh, great uh, Google topics. Right? I mean, we got a lot of information from Google, and, and we're going to continue down this track of uh, deep diving into the Google Hangout conversation and the recent update. So first off, let's let's talk about why we're talking about this topic. There was the the big Google Hangout. Um, why was voice search and mobile search brought up in that Hangout? Yeah, so there was a couple of really key questions in in the Hangout where uh, listeners were talking about uh, voice search and and how to optimize for voice search, as well as um, some updates uh, from John Mueller on the topic of mobile and mobile indexing. Um, we're kind of smashing these two together and there, there's some relevance here and there's, there's some not, but uh, for the sake of this episode, we're really just trying to cover these uh, topics because really useful insights came out here and uh, helpful tips as to what, what you should be thinking about and, and prioritizing, especially as you're going through this planning cycle and you're probably getting a lot of questions about 
how do you deal with the future of mobile and the future of um, voice search? Okay, so let's let's jump into you know what your recommendations are based on what we've heard in the recent Google Hangout and you know related to the update. Uh, let's talk about mobile search first. What is changing with mobile search? So uh, one one of the key topics that was brought up is uh, when does Google uh, move a site to mobile first indexing? So let's just take one step back first and talk about what the heck is mobile first indexing. So earlier this year, Google came out and publicly announced that they're going to start prioritizing the mobile crawling and indexing and rating, ranking of sites with mobile. So basically what that means is that they're going to go crawl your website, analyze your website, factor your website, and rank your website using mobile indicators first. And that's a big switch from before when it was really focused on the desktop experience and the desktop expectations. So is the idea here that mobile is obviously an increasing portion of traffic on Google, but but does it hit the tipping point? Is it more than 50% of the traffic and that's why they're focusing on mobile first? Or are they just trying to be forward-looking and drive people to think about mobile responsiveness? We're past that tipping point. That's a great question. And we're well past that tipping point. I mean, Five, six years ago, it would have been the reverse, which was we're in this hyper growth stage and the acceleration of mobile is coming so fast that people need to be thinking about it. And that's when everyone was talking about, you know, getting ready for mobile, right? Be mobile ready, right? And all these conversations around building a mobile site and creating a mobile site, we're well past that. So if you don't have a mobile infrastructure set up and a strategy set up for your site from a technology standpoint, you're already in big, big trouble. But for the folks that are ready, what this concept is, is that it's, it's Google saying that Google is going to start prioritizing mobile and, and evaluating from a mobile perspective. Okay, so uh, what's interesting to me here is that not only is Google saying, hey, you need to have mobile responsiveness, but basically it is more of a priority than having a desktop version for your site in terms of you know, what they're crawling and evaluating. That's absolutely right. So much so that in this Google Hangout, what was actually discussed was that Google actually is only going to make this switch, make this transition for sites that are actually ready for it. So if you're not ready for it, Google's just not going to to make this transition for you. And again, Google dictates when they want to do this. And they do notify you. So they do send you a notification in Google Search Console. But the point of what I'm trying to make here is that obviously, if you're not even mobile ready, what, what's really going to end up happening is you're not you're not going to capitalize on a giant source of traffic. And so um, there's there's the whole notion of just being ready and capable, and then there's a second notion, which is that Google is coming out and notifying websites when they've made this transition, and they've prioritized your content and your website for mobile. So when you talk about the transition, I guess I'm a little confused when you're saying Google is is not going to make the transition unless you're mobile ready. What what exactly do you mean by the transition? So the transition means that what Google is going to essentially do is they're going to evaluate your website from the mobile perspective first and foremost. So they're really going to take into consideration what's working on your website from a mobile standpoint. 
So it's kind of a funny situation because for most companies, I'd say the majority still today, when they think about prioritizing their roadmap or making changes to their website or improving their site experience, where they start is by looking at their desktop. And then they go back and then they reevaluate their mobile and then they make tweaks on their mobile side. So the reality is that we still think desktop first and mobile second. But what Google is essentially saying here is that when we are prioritizing mobile indexation first, is that they're actually using the ranking signals, the performance signals first for mobile before they're taking into consideration the desktop ones. And the reason for that is very plain and simple. It's because the majority of the traffic that's coming from most of these websites, especially from search, is coming from mobile. So Google has more mobile searches happening every day than desktop searches. Okay. So I understand that you know Google is trying to drive people to consider their mobile development first and optimizing their site so it is mobily responsive. And then once somebody has a mobile equipped site, they're going to take the signals and the performance metrics from your mobile experience. And that's going to reflect back into your search rankings. When For the people that don't have a mobile responsive site, there's got to be some industries that, you know, mobile just doesn't make sense. I'm, I'm thinking specifically like something like Google Docs, where the, the mobile version is clearly not the optimal operating experience. It's something that should be done where you need more real estate. For the, for the companies that are, you know, specifically trying to drive people to desktops because that is the optimal experience, is there any indication of how that's going to be handled? You know, the people that don't want to turn on the mobile first principle? Great question. And this is where it gets a little dicey. And that's why it is a little bit tricky and challenging to understand this mobile transition for Google. Google is going to always evaluate all the content that they receive, regardless of whether it is desktop or mobile. They're always going to evaluate it. But what they're trying to do in this transition, and what they have been trying to do actually since 2015, is they want to measure the mobile friendliness and performance of the content. And when they do that, what they essentially then do is they, they're, they're actually going to help enable or elicit more mobile-rich experiences inside their mobile search results. And I'll give you a good example of that, right? So what you typically see in mobile is uh, you'll, you'll typically see a lot more AMP results and AMP experiences inside of mobile versus desktop. Because these AMP, AMP results, especially in news and news-related search queries, they load super, super, super fast and they're very, very easy to digest. It's very easy for the user to digest the content. And that experience lends itself very well to mobile. And so ultimately, to answer your question, Ben, it's okay if you still have a predominant desktop experience. Google's going to evaluate all your content. But in this transition, what Google is really trying to understand and do is how to prioritize and bring mobile factors to the forefront, especially for websites who are already designed to be performant on mobile. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. And you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. 
Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Okay, I get it. Most of the traffic is coming from mobile in Google searches. They're going to prioritize knowing that somebody is on a mobile device and experience that performs well on mobile. That seems logical. What do SEOs need to do that they're not already doing other than, hey, have a really good mobile responsive website? Well, there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, you know, you can start looking at how you're handling menus and other linking experiences in your mobile site. You can look at how you're rendering or loading content within your mobile site, especially with responsive design today. Responsive design will often uh, transfer over designs that were very much intended or more focused for a desktop experience, but are really rendered useless and create load, excessive load times or excessive length of pages in a mobile experience. So evaluating and optimizing at a mobile level is becoming very, very critical today because the landscape has changed in the last five years. Back in 2013, 14, 15, it was all about becoming mobile ready. Now it's about becoming in a mobile elite. How do I become the yeah, fastest? Mobile first. Mobile first, right. Yeah. It's, that's the idea, right? Mm-hmm. How, do I, how do I outdo everyone else in my own mobile experience? And I'll tell you, we have one client where one of the most effective projects we worked on all year was actually improving the navigation and how they use their filtering navigation to produce links to other content in mobile. Because within mobile, they had a very limited view set of their filter options, much much fewer than what they had in desktop. So the idea was, hey, your desktop rankings are doing very, very well, but your mobile rankings for some of these scenarios are not doing well. And most of them were because they, they didn't have the link depth and the link equity from their internal pages in their mobile experience. Hmm. And so we found ways to introduce those links, whether it's within the page of the content or within that same navigation, to increase the links and thus increase their rankings. Interesting. Okay, so we're, we're moving towards not only a ready-for-mobile world, we're in the mobile-first world. Talk to me a little bit about voice search and where that is. Are we in the point where you know SEOs need to be focused on being voice search ready? Are, are we to the point where it's voice search first? Or are we still sort of in the nascent stages where it is less impactful than other focuses of SEOs? My real strong belief, and not, not just mine, even John Mueller 
um, uh, confirmed this in his hangout on November 30th. You don't need to be optimizing specifically for voice search. It just, it's, it's still in a place where, you know, Google is still trying to understand your content and understand how the search relationship of voice connects with different content, content types. And there's no specific guideline or requirement that can allow you to optimize for that in what, we, what you would traditionally call um, a, a more, more text-based search experience, which is Google or Bing or Yahoo or the, the, the actual true search engines. Mm-hmm. The, the reality, though, is that that doesn't mean that you completely ignore voice search. There just isn't a way to optimize for voice search in a highly traditional text-based search environment. You can still focus on voice search but it's a very different focus. And it's not one that necessarily derives from an SEO point of view. It is one that derives likely from integrations or partnerships or some ways to build or foster a voice search experience within a voice search environment. And I'll give you an example. It's, it's you know, um, it's uh, Spotify partnering with uh, Alexa and Amazon to build a good experience. It is um, a recipe aggregator creating a, a, a rich repository and database for uh, Siri to provide rich uh, information about recipes and, and recite recipe instructions to users. That, that's an integration and a partnership that is part of your business and your business's DNA to become present in voice search. And it's not about optimizing a text-based environment to become relevant for voice search. Do I think that that day is going to come? Absolutely. But it's not here today. I get it where John Mueller is, is you know, trying to incent people to focus on optimizing for the text-based experience. On the flip side, uh, you know, the strategy to optimize for voice search is to get into position zero. So isn't there a way to have your cake and eat it too here? Like, shouldn't SEOs be creating content in formats that can show in position zero, and then that content gets grabbed and, and pushed into voice search. Hey, Ben, you got to stop doing these podcasts. I'm getting a little scared. I think you're learning a little too much and you might hurt yourself. I'm paying attention. <laughs> exactly. Um, this please, actually please. isn't me talking. I just have Alexa doing it for me. <laughs> well played. I have a great well, blog, though. Well played. Well played. Uh, no, it's absolutely true. And I think I think that that's what, that's what these listeners of this Google Hangout and a lot of people who are asking Google this question, they're trying to elicit that response, which is, what's the race to position zero look like? Um, and I think what Google is trying to say back is, we don't have a flipping clue, right? Like, we just don't know if position zero really is the answer for voice search yet um, or if it's something else. But yes, to a huge extent, position zero is that, that, that translation of how voice search can be relevant and there's there's a lot to be said about um, uh, featured snippets and um, other elements showing up in the SERP to provide Google a lens into how to respond to a voice search. The the unfortunate thing is that there isn't anything yet. There's no playbook or key aspect that that webmasters and 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 the the search engine optimizers that are out there can actually adopt and implement to make this successful in voice search. It just isn't there yet. And I think, I think that at some point it will come. And, and if you are asking me, hey, Jordan, what, where, how's that going to work out? 
I think it's going to come when Google really is able to understand the commands that voice search users have, right? So, so for example, if, if, if Google starts to introduce and you start, you'll, you'll probably see it in their ads, right? Starts to introduce things like, hey, Google, tell me the top 10 results for making a pie. You know, when you start doing things like that and behaving in that way, it starts to help Google refine and, and define results. But hey, Google, tell me how to bake a pie. That's just way too ambiguous. And it's way too hard for Google to say, okay, this is what you have to do. Um, and so I think that there's, there's ways for Google to reach that voice search objective. It's, it's just not there yet in their ability to um, understand what the user's intent is and then map it to something useful. You're the SEO expert and I'm just the host, but here's what I'm hearing is that Google is saying, hey, mobile is passing the tipping point and it is becoming the dominant way which people are searching. You really need to focus on this mobile first, you know, get it, get your site ready. We're going to look at those metrics first to figure out where you rank. And then people are like, yeah, voice search, that's the next big thing. And Google is saying, not only do we not have a playbook for this, but it's just there aren't that many searches. You shouldn't be focused on this. That voice search is coming, but it is still a small percentage of the overall search. So don't prioritize it, even if getting into position zero might get you into voice search. We don't know if that's going to be the case. And it's just not the priority when Google is looking at the overall landscape. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Now, um, voice search is growing by a lot. But in comparison to how fast mobile search grew, I doubt that it's, it's at all at, at parity. Yeah. Okay. So any last tips about what SEOs can do? It sounds like prioritizing voice search shouldn't be something that they're doing in most cases. Focusing on mobile first, what else can SEOs do to make the most out of the... What's the what can SEOs do to make the most out of their efforts when it comes to voice and mobile search? There's no doubt that um, mobile search is the priority here. It's your greatest area for growth. And what it really comes down to is building plans that specifically optimize for mobile and understanding your performance metrics, things like speed and accessibility in mobile, as well as um, getting creative about the linking and content that exists on your mobile pages. Uh, these are going to become the, the foundational aspects of optimizing in mobile and becoming more relevant and uh, secure higher rankings in mobile results. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. Uh, we'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you'd like to contact Jordan, you can find a link to his bio in our show notes, or you can reach out to him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs. 
because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions or if you want to talk about uh, podcasting, if you have a general marketing question or if you have questions about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can tweet me at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning to discuss how you can get ready for the next big Google update. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.